It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Apostle Paul had a very difficult time in Thessalonica, as recorded in Acts 17. And I want to briefly read to you from Acts 17, beginning at verse 2, because I want you to understand some of the opposition that Paul faced there, because I'm going to be reading to you from Paul's second letter to the church at Thessalonica in a moment. <clears throat> but this is Acts chapter 17, verse 2, which reads, And Paul, as his manner was, went in unto them, and three Sabbath days reasoned with them out of the Scriptures, opening and alleging that Christ must needs have suffered and risen again from the dead, and that this Jesus, whom I preach unto you, is Christ. And some of them believed and consorted with Paul and Silas and of the devout Greeks a great multitude and of the chief women not a few. But the Jews which believed not, moved with envy, took unto them certain lewd fellows, this is old English that I'm reading, of the baser sort, and gathered a company and set all the city on an uproar and assaulted the house of Jason sought to bring them out to the people. And when they found them not, they drew Jason and certain brethren unto the rulers of the city, crying, These that have turned the world upside down are come hither also, whom Jason hath received, and these all do contrary to the decrees of Caesar, saying that there is another king one Jesus. And they troubled the people and the rulers of the city when they heard these things. And when they had taken security of Jason and of the other, they let them go. So uh, this is a very difficult situation. Let me, for Paul, let me read on a few more verses. And the brethren immediately sent away Paul and Silas by the night unto Berea, whom coming thither went into the synagogue of the Jews. These were more noble than those in Thessalonica, and that they received the word with all readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily, whether those things were so. Therefore many of them believed 
also of honorable women, which were Greeks and of men not few. But when the Jews of Thessalonica had knowledge that the word of God was preached by Paul at Berea, they came thither also and stirred up the people. And then immediately the brethren sent away Paul to go, as it were, to the sea. But Silas and Timothy abode there still, and they that conducted Paul brought him unto Athens, and receiving a commandment unto Silas and Timothy for to come to him with all speed, they departed. So I want you to see, I want you to have a knowledge of some of the background of why Paul wrote or had to write uh, two letters to the church at Thessalonica. And I want you to see some of the trials, some of the difficulties that the Apostle Paul faced in preaching the good news of salvation through Jesus Christ. This gospel news that we preach, that we hold to, that we believe, is not going to be warmly received by everyone. Now, if you notice, at Berea, there was a more positive uh, reception to the Word of God. And when I was a young man and we did street witnessing and street preaching, uh, there were times when it became almost scary and very difficult to be out there on the street. Well, we did it because we wanted to share the good news of the Word of God. We were given a commandment in Matthew 28. Jesus said, Go ye therefore into all the world, and what? Preach, herald the gospel. Herald, we are to herald the gospel. We are to herald the good news. We are to share the news of the word of God, the good news of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. It is through Jesus that one is saved or rescued from the lake of fire. It is through Jesus that one receives the imputed righteousness of Christ. That's just one of the many uh, blessings that we receive when we are saved, when we give our lives to the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, in 2 Thessalonians, uh, Paul writes these words. Now, this letter was written approximately what we think between A.D. 50 and 51 and 52. And this letter was sent from Corinth uh, shortly after Paul's first letter. And apparently, the, the believers at Thessalonica did not have a a very clear understanding of Paul's teaching concerning the day of the Lord uh, in his first letter to them. And there was also some misunderstanding among the people regarding the, the imminent return of the Lord Jesus. And uh, some people had even stopped working uh, because they thought the Lord was coming uh, back uh, at that time. Uh, it's very interesting that in AD 1000 in Europe, uh, there are groups of believers, so-called believers, who who also believe this, that the Lord was coming then, so they stopped working and 
uh, they began to engage in some very terrible practices at that time uh, that I won't mention on, on this radio show. But these believers were also, they were, they were persecuted for their faith. They were terribly persecuted. But they did not let go. Uh, they held on to their faith. They, uh, they suffered. And, and, and so in chapter 1 of Second Thessalonians, Paul writes uh, in verse 3, We're abound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is meet or fit, because that your faith groweth exceedingly, and the love of every one of you all toward each other abounds or to superabound. Now, this is true. This is the work of the Spirit. The Spirit of God does this. And these, these believers were sorely persecuted by their enemies. In verse 4, so that we ourselves glory in you in the churches of God for your patience and faith. And all your persecutions and tribulations, and this word means to break or to crush, that you endure, which is a manifest token of the righteous judgment of God, that you may be counted worthy of the kingdom of God for which you also suffer, seeing it is a righteous thing of God to recompense tribulation or to repay those with uh, tribulation them that trouble you. And I love the next verse, verse 7, and to you who are troubled, rest. Rest, that is uh, to relax from the strain, from the trouble, from the affliction. Rest with us. When the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God and obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the presence and from the glory of his power. When he shall come to be glorified in his saints and to be admired in all of them that believe, because our testimony among you was believed in that day. So, now, in chapter 2 of Second Thessalonians, Paul talks about the, the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together and unto him. He said, I don't want you to be shaken in mind or troubled, uh, neither by spirit, neither by word, nor by letter, at, letter as from us, as that the day, of, uh, the day of Christ is at hand. The day of Christ uh, is coming. <clears throat> now, interestingly enough, in... First uh, Corinthians, uh, Paul talks about uh, the day of man. It is First Corinthians chapter four, verse three, which reads, "But with me, it is a very, is a very small thing that I shall be judged, or should be judged of you, or of man's judgment. Yea, I judge not my own self." And so, uh, this is. Uh, in the Greek, this is man's day, or, or 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 the day of man. And the day of man 
is going to be followed by the day of Christ. So you and I look forward, uh, as it were, to the day of Christ. The day of Christ is coming, brothers. I want you to be encouraged. I want you to have hope in your hearts. I want you to know that God sees your suffering and your pain. And there is deliverance for us. Keep believing in your Lord. Now, in 1 Corinthians chapter 5, Paul talks about uh, the day of Christ. And so I want you to see how Paul brings that in also. He talks about the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, this is First Corinthians chapter five, verse five, and um, so he talks about the day of the Lord Jesus, which is coming. Now, Paul goes on to talk about the Antichrist, and this is a mysterious figure in the Word of God, both in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. And Paul uh, says that the context. Of the coming of the Antichrist is the great falling away uh, <clears throat> or the great apostasy that will occur in the last days of the church. And so uh, he writes, Paul in, in 2 Thessalonians 2, verse 3, he calls this one the man of sin, the son of perdition who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped, so that he, as God, sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. So this, this mysterious figure will not last long. He will be a terrorist. And he will persecute the people of God Uh, during that time. Now, in verse 7, Paul talks about the mystery of iniquity or the secret purpose of lawlessness. Please remember that term, the secret purpose of lawlessness. Uh, And then Paul talks about the restraining restraining ministry of the Holy Spirit and that the Holy Spirit is currently holding back the full manifestation of evil. But when this person comes, on the scene with Antichrist, uh, Paul writes in verse 8, And then shall that wicked one be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Yes, the Antichrist is of dark, he is the creation of darkness. He is a dark figure in scripture, but he will be removed. The Lord will consume him. What? Spirit of his mouth and the brightness of his glory. So that is our hope. We thank God for who he is in our lives. Good night. My name is Dr. Josiah Rich, and God bless you.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.